Podcast, you can't win. Talking a good game, you can't win. Topics never lame, you can't win. Win, 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 win. win. Hi, the hell. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sons. Let's start the show. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, and all of the damn above. Of course. You can follow us. You can stalk us. You can see us. You can learn from us. So we can learn from you and stuff at particlesons.com on all platforms, social media platforms, particlesons.com. And you can always run a search for us, and we're on all streaming platforms possible. Don't deny, just stop on by. And we're doing it for the new heads, the original heads. You know what it is. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. I mean, hey, sometimes, uh, you know what, the funny thing, some of the old people and stuff, whatever, the older folks and stuff, they some of them just- Alzheimer's? No, nah, look at it now. They come <laughs> back and they, they might come back and play, Yeah, but some of them might not even subscribe. This is true. So that's the thing this and is stuff, true. whatever, right? This I mean- Important you, that you subscribe. Subscribe yeah. and stuff as well, as well. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I feel like an Irishman. That's the, <laughs> that cream, that cream got me. Oh shit! Ugh. Yeah, it's my doctor calling me. Yeah, yeah. had to hit him back. Yeah, but everything good, man. Everything good. I got no complaints and stuff. Whatever from this side, whatever except the doc, <laughs> making sure the body <laughs> parts sure, and everything, making sure still, everything is still functioning and stuff like that. But yeah, 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 can't complain, man. I think the for me. For me, I just enjoying whatever the time I can get. Mm. I want to say, and with, but with saying that, I look at it stuff as um, it's always good when you're in presence of people now because I look at right. it when you're older. The older you get, you kind of go into your own routine and your own world. Right. And a lot right. of people and stuff, whatever, like let's say you don't really incorporate in your day-to-day lives and all that type of stuff. Like, no, you know, no, no. You know, you know, you get people and stuff turning 50 and shit like that. Year, yeah. You know, years of age and all that type of stuff. So it kind of comes with the parameters and stuff. Well, time is just going and everybody's just growing and everything. And then next to you know it. I'm not saying they might not be here, but they might not be available. Right, right. Right, so it's kind of like somebody's like, "Hey, come into my world for like a birthday thing," mm-hmm. and you look like shit. I don't interact with you that often in your world, but don't mind if I do. Thank yeah, you for but- having me because a lot of people are really not fucking with people no more. <laughs> I mean, you say that. Remember when you were kids? The only thing that you really had to think about was school and play. Yeah, <laughs> and playing usually involved don't everybody, everybody. Right. <laughs> right? So right. yeah, yeah, and one hundred percent. 100%. Right. So that, I mean, that's what it is and stuff. So, yeah, man, we are here. We are here. We are here. Um, start to start with the polls as usual. Um, first poll is Is it racist to cast black actors as villains? And 75% said, No, it is not. Now, we discussed this on a previous show. Yes, we did. And are you still on the side of saying no? Yeah, I'm still on the side of saying no. I'm still on the side still of saying, on the side no. saying no. I mean, unless, you, like, again, what I was saying, if it becomes like a situation where a particular movie house or a particular producer is always casting that role to a black person, then you might want to question it. Other than that, nah, come on, man. We're supposed to be able to expand our, our roles our level of expertise shouldn't just be, it shouldn't be villainized because we're playing the villain. <laughs> and you know, it's weird too, because I look at it where 
that I agree with, but then I look at it as of like after you said it from that one show, yeah, I'm looking back and I was just chasing some things and I was like, nah, you know what? It's I don't want to say I don't, I'm on the yes side, but I look at the stuff as where all right, if we look at culture movies and shit like that, whatever. I want to say, let's say minus Stella got a groove back, right, right for the Jamaican folks, but like Mark for Death and everything. I I want to say. They kind of cast like there's when you see a Jamaican, yeah. do you need locks? Because there's there's mad people in America that have locks and they don't speak a lick of patois, right? So that's what I'm saying. You like, don't you, need locks, kinda, right. So if you see a movie and stuff, you see a guy with locks and stuff for there, nine times out of ten, you open up his mouth. He's like, hey man, what are you doing, man? You 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 get you're getting that. So I'm looking like, not all Jamaicans have locks. How wait, wait a second. There was a mixture in Cool Runnings, right? There was a, mi- a mixture of dreads a, and, and and just yeah. Dougie Doug was the only one that had the locks and stuff right, like that in right, there and everything. Right. But I want to say majority of the movies you see somebody with locks is the fake Jamaican accent going on. If they not <laughs> even really the natural. white dudes, enough said. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, are you tight casting some things with it? Because I want to say not the villainry stuff is kind of tight casted and stuff. What? But I feel like in predominant movies and stuff for it, like I guess like the the, the I guess the acting or the roles or the or the film and the studios and stuff like that. Yeah. If it's not a like you know on on pattern, then no. But if it it does pop up and stuff like in a lineage and stuff whatever, then yes. You know what's so funny to me? Every time I see like a dreadlocks in Florida, I used to automatically assume that they they, they were Jamaican, not knowing that the Haitian. They're just American. Not yeah, not knowing that nah, nah. It's just like you got a lot of dreads in that state who are not Jamaican. Yeah. Why? Why do you automatically? Oh, because because Jamaica stood out in your mind. Stood out my mind just for just for the locks and just just for seeing people on TV in America. Typically, just like you said, type whether it's be be a movie typecast or somebody just running to the actual street. Usually speaking Patwa and so forth like that. But it was it's like when I was like seeing them pop up in Florida, I was like Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2 and stuff, whatever. The guys you've seen and stuff, I think in one of the chase scenes and stuff, whatever, they yeah. were they were Zopound, Haitian, Haitian gang. Mm. And like two or two or three of them had locks. Mm. Right? And that's the, right, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Look at the dudes and stuff in ATL. I feel like a lot of dudes and stuff in Atlanta and stuff, whatever, they get they got locks. Right. Right? And no Jamaican lineage and all the above, but it's just not only to them, like I want to say just limited to j- Jamaican folk because I'm about to say like you're a Jamaican heritage, I'm Jamaican heritage and stuff yeah. like that. No, nah, not nah, nah. so, well, I, I had locks. I had locks. You did, that's I, right. I was, I was a stereotype at one point. You did, you did have locks, yeah. I just didn't do it while I had hair popping like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's too late to too, apologize. Too late to come back now. So I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, Next poll we got is Do adults get affected From peer pressure 95% said yes How you feel about that now? You know I, I was on the side of no You on the side of no? I was on, I was on the side of no But I can see I feel why no too people, I can see why Some people might think that But why do you th- Okay so why do you think yes? Let me hear your Your reason why you think yes And I'll tell you my I, Why I think yes Cause I I think it's part part to do with keep up with the Joneses, part to do with still some people still wanting to fit in, but um, for me like as I grew older and I kind of I kind of 
try to put people in not the same shoes as mine, but similar. Like, man, you got a lot going on personally in your life to be kind of worrying about what other people think and, you know, kind of kind of adhering to what some people might believe of you or somewhat what some people might think of you might be trying to lead you in a certain direction. I'm like, I got my life to live right now. And my life is saying this when you're trying to say that. So, okay. Kids, teenagers. Right. Right. I see them getting affected by peer pressure and stuff yeah. often. Why I said no and stuff there, because I feel like, Yes, some people might try to go with the flow, but I feel like everybody's honed into their own individuality. And the reason why I say that yeah. is because I look at it where we're at this point now, or I feel like I'm at this point where I consider myself a Sigma male. Whatever you want to do, that might be for you. I right. think, like I want to say, some people and stuff, they'll be like, shots, shots, shots. I'm like, nah, bitch, I got to drive. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And everything like that. Come on, one more shot won't kill you. Bitch, it might. You ain't my body. We don't got the same body. Right. So that's why I look at it and stuff as that where I'm like, no, it doesn't affect me. You're right. To the regular person and stuff, whatever, like they they probably might have like FOMO. Yeah. So I think with that whole FOMO aspect of stuff, whatever, like that's it's kind of it. like they kind of swayed and stuff because everybody's like, everybody's going out of town and we don't want to go out of town. It's like this time right now might not be good for me to go out of town. Right. But other people are like, yeah, they're all going out of town. Yeah, we all should just go and stuff out of town. Like, everybody else is getting out of Dodge and shit like that. So, I mean, I see it. Yeah, I see I, it. I can I see it. Because, like, even, like, when it comes to summertime in cottage country, right. some people break their necks and stuff, especially for a long weekend. Like, we got to book something to go somewhere for a cottage country. No, the fuck you don't. All the prices go up then. I was even thinking about... Um, that that uh that black TV show that came out, that the one that Issa Rae did, Insecure. Insecure. When uh when Molly, she didn't know shit about hockey, but because she wanted that position so bad, she kind of fell in the line with 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 the with the rest of the boys and and went out to the hockey game. But do you think that's peer pressure? Because me, I look at the stuff as that she had a goal in mind. Yeah. So I don't think that's more peer pressure and stuff for her. I think it was more of a situation where she looked at. I'm looking for this promotion. Right. And I want to get recognized and they're only recognizing things like people on their terms and their language and stuff for them. Right. But I think that after she would have got the promotion, I don't think she'd be a regular hockey goer and stuff like that. So I think that was a goal in mind. I think it was a goal in mind? Yeah, to me. And not, and more, and more, so more goal in mind and less less of she feeling that she was pressured into actually going. Yeah, because it was right. just kind of like, yeah, she's just trying to like hit the target or whatever, right? right? right. For, for something. Now, I feel like if you are trying to do something like that for your job constantly. Yeah. I would say, I would really ask the person and stuff. I wouldn't really put it to peer pressure and stuff, but it's kind of like for your job. Now, if your job tells you and stuff like, we, you don't have to come. Yeah. You don't have to come and stuff like that, whatever. We're going to do, we all go out for drinks and shit like that. Right. After work. Now you can go to your own world or go fuck off and everything like that. And you're looking like, they always go for drinks. I might as well go for drinks at least one time and stuff. Whatever. Right, right. That's the peer pressure moment. Mm. That's why I feel like it's a peer pressure moment. But she had the goal in mind. Like, I want to be seen at this firm. I want to be promoted. Yeah. So she had a targeted goal. Because right. even after when she switched firm, you ain't hear the hockey combo come back. But I mean, that firm might not did the hockey thing. True. And that, that's what I'm saying. Right. So like, it's not really, right. it's, it's goal, goal in mind. Orientated. 
Yes, goal orientated. Yeah, buddy. Now, what was the numbers? What was the final numbers? On Ninety-five that said yes. Ninety-five. Ninety-five said yes. I feel like a lot, but keeping up with the Joneses is a, is a real thing. Yeah, I realize that with, with a ton of people and everything like that, right? Because it's kind of like, oh, this person got a new car. Mm-hmm. I'm due for a new car, mm-hmm. right? Like, even though a new car is not in the cards, <laughs> your budget for the cards, <laughs> or, or you mean the credit cards? You mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not in the cards, it's not in their cards and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, you do what works for you, right? Because is, is it is Isley Brothers? It's your thing. Do what you want to do. Yeah, like I can't tell you who to sock it to. Like you do what works for you. Yeah. If you're with a group and stuff, and they like to travel and everything like that. And if you like to travel, then I feel like your goals just kind of lined up with them. But mm. if you look into stuff where you like to travel, it's not within your budget, but you're sacrificing everything just to go with the particular group. Yeah. It'd be interesting out of that 95 are, are answering that way because they feel pressured sometimes and not necessarily just answering because they think that way. What do you mean? Like, They've been in certain situations where they've succumbed to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. So they say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're answering, but they're really answering because they've, they've actually been in that situation. Well, it's from their point of view and their, their, their perspective and stuff, right? Because yeah. that's the questions are posted directly to the person. Right. So if they feel like they've been peer pressured and stuff, whatever, because the question is, do you feel adult? Seems like, yes, I, I am the do you. I feel like peer yeah. pressure and stuff does happen to adults. I, I see it. I get it. It's just not for me. So I'm on that 5% or we're on our 5% side. Right. But yeah, don't let nobody control. Don't don't let nobody rush you with their timelines. Nobody rush you, you know, like their budget and your budget, two different type of budgets. Mm-hmm. So I look at it as a, you do what works for you. And if it, if your budget aligns with like going out and kicking it and everything, yeah. and you really wanted to shake a leg, then that's fine because I look at it stuff as like this is something you wanted to do already. Of course. And it's kind of like a win that other people stuff are doing it. But of course. if they call you, you're home and stuff for them, your sleep bottoms and shit like that, like, ah, I'm just going to make it a, a Netflix night. I was going to say Blockbuster night. You're going to just <laughs> kick back and shit. And then, then it's like... Then the call comes in. Well, you always want to sit home. Why you never come out and everything like that? Yeah, then, you know, all this type of stuff. Like, you, you ask it all the time and stuff. Whatever. Come out, whatever, once for Christ's sake and everything, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay. Peer pressure is a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You think you think it's also get peer pressure by drugs? Like if not, you, not older. I think more when, when you're you're younger. Younger adults? Yeah, yeah, younger adults. Same same thing, trying to fit in. It's everybody else is doing it, so so you feel like you must do it. So 20-somethings, yes. Yeah, 20 What about 30-somethings? 30 30-somethings, 30 I think if you're not, or if you haven't already been introduced or haven't been doing it, I don't think it's particularly your thing. And you probably, you'll probably just shy away from it and say no. 40s, 50s, you're not doing it to please anybody. You're doing it because you enjoy it, I think. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. I wanted to ask you and stuff about men's health. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) What have you heard about men Kiko exercises? 
But I, I heard about that. <laughs> I wasn't so sure if it was a thing or not. <laughs> and I didn't want to mention it just in case it wasn't a thing. <laughs> but now that you brought it up, Marv. So, okay. As a man, do you Kegel? Uh, no, I don't Kegel. <laughs> As a man, I do not Kegel. Why not? Uh, <laughs> you I feel, never, feel it's gay? I, I, not that I, I, I feel that it's gay. I never felt the need to Kegel. Okay, first and foremost, when I was introduced to the thought of it, right? right it was basically for... Men Kegels or Kegel in general? No, men, men Kegel. Okay. Right? It was basically for men to control their... their um, Ladder? Not not their bladder, but their their um, ejaculation. Control. So you kegel, you can control your your cum. So so exercise and building up the muscles muscles there, so you can you can better hold your release. Okay. That's when I was introduced to the thought. Sounds kind of tantric. So, yeah, yeah, almost on a, on that level of vibes. Okay. Right? I was like, man, I like to release. <laughs> Listen, catch me on a good day, it might take longer. <laughs> you catch me on one of those those quicksilver days. You just cut me on a quicksilver day. I'm sorry. <laughs> quicksilver days. Oh, shit. So, you don't try to hold back? Like, do you try to reset? If I try to reset? No, I, mean, I always got a round two in mind. You know what I mean? You always got a round I two in mind. I always got a round two in mind. I have no problems with round twos. Okay. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's, listen, listen. If I blast off too quick, you're going to get hell of a foreplay and then round two is going to be sweeter. So, okay. So you blast off and now you get, so you're done or you're not done. So now you're going to get to foreplay mode? Yeah, I'm back into foreplay mode. Oh, okay. So, 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 so you take like a, what do you call it? Refraction, refracting period. Right, right, okay, right. Okay, so you right, got a refracting right. period right, of right. stuff, whatever. It's, it's like boxing. I went back to my corner. Okay, so you went back to your corner. I went back to my corner. And there's actually your side of the bed where you're apologizing about you're the, not, your no, short... No, I'm not even apologizing. I just, oh, not, you not, own not, your shortcomings? I own my shortcomings, man. <laughs> I'm only human. Born to make mistakes. That's true. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you gotta own it, man. You know, we always can't be champions. You know what I mean, sometimes we gotta lose a couple fights. Mm. Yeah. So this, this, yeah. So yeah. round round one might not be for you. Round round, two round one might like... not be for me. Now, granted, now there's some round ones are spectacular. I was about to say, yeah. What if you have a spectacular yeah, round? Your round ones are spectacular. Then I might not necessarily need the rounds. <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I can see that yeah. happening and <laughs> stuff like that. I feel like. I feel like. Uh, okay, so when it comes to the rounds, right? I agree with you, but it depends on the day for me. Okay, because I want to say like, yeah, I start my days kind of early, right? Yeah, not by choice. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to say like if I'm if I had a lot of shit to do and stuff with her that day, then when it comes to like the nighttime and stuff, I feel like my body just really wants to shut down, so I can't promise a round two like that now. Right, uh, I'm old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah if I sneak yeah. in a nap. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 we're in business, we're in business whatever, we're right? Business. We're in business and stuff like that. Now, pertain to kegels and everything like that. Me, I want to say, I guess you can. I don't like the word homophobic because I don't have a fear of homos. 
Now, okay, so when you were introduced to the, the whole fact of men keegling, what, what was the benefit that you were told? The benefit that I was told and stuff for there was bladder. Okay. Was bladder control and stuff for there, right? Because right. I look at it and stuff where I forget who exactly was explaining the stuff for there, but they were saying like bladder and urinary functions and stuff for there, like when you know, in that vicinity, yeah, it tends to, I guess, uh, I don't say lose elasticity, but I want to say lose like retention and strength and stuff right, for there right. because it's kind of like everything else, right? If you don't use it, you lose it, right? Right? So it's more on that type of level and stuff. Now, I knew a dude. I can't remember exactly what surgery he had now come to think about it. But let's say it's something like pertaining to like, uh, I guess, anal or something like that region and stuff. Like say he must have had like some kind of prostate something going on. Right. And his doctor and stuff actually told him and stuff, whatever. Like, you know, they about to do the damn shebang. Yeah. And when he said that and stuff, they told him like, you want to make sure you practice your Kegels. So they told him and stuff, I guess... Like clench, clench, clench your butt cheeks, <laughs> clench, clench, and they gave like a whole type of like a a region and stuff. It is not like just regular butt cheeks. It's like you gotta clench and like feel like muscles yeah, and feel, shit like you, that. Your muscle contracts you feel, and everything yeah. like. So when he was explaining stuff, I think we were on lunch. Right. It was, it was, he was talking about his boys, right, or his one of his peoples and shit like that. We we're having lunch. I'm like, this is not the time for like dick and ass talk and stuff <laughs> like that, right? But then at the same time, I was like. What? So I'm there like under the table. So like, like, see if you got any control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how is the mechanics and stuff working. And I was like, okay, I can semi see it. And then now, uh, thought kind of like escaped me for like the longest. Never really had a thought like that. But then you fast forward and stuff to like Instagram with all these ads. Right. So on the gram, they have all these ads and shit like that, whatever. And I think like if you talk about something, these phones are listening oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Everything, these drops. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Like I look at it, I was having a conversation with a gay friend. Mm. I never knew about prep. I heard something that was coming in the mix of the, of the drug world. Right. Pertaining to prep. Okay. But I never heard heard that it was confirmed or anything like that. Yeah. So now, when I'm having conversations and stuff with... What is PrEP? PrEP is a, is a med that kind of helps prevent you from getting HIV AIDS. Okay. But the gay community, because they were ostracized and stuff about them bringing up right, AIDS and stuff right, like that right, when right, everything right, 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 first, right. Yeah. They, got, they got leeway and, and, and leeway for that too. Yeah. Matter of fact, fun fact, if you want... A free, this is in Ontario, I'm not too sure, but check within your worlds. Yeah. If you want a free hep vaccine, yeah. just tell them you're gay. Really? Because the hepatitis and stuff for them, they feel like it's heavy within the gay community. Community, okay. So just go in there, stuff for them, flick the wrist down and stuff like that. Be like, I need this, this, this Twin Rex. <laughs> and they're like, oh, but if you can tell, tell your doctor and stuff, then your doctor will what sign you up for a freebie. Other than right. that, you got to pay. Dinero out of your pocket. Yeah. So we're having this conversation about the whole prep thing and stuff. I'm like, oh shit. All right. Never once on IG looked at like search, like I want to say hashtag gay, hashtag lesbian, hashtag rainbow community. Nothing. 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 I'm chilling, minding my business and stuff. I see sponsored ads prep. I'm like, (laughs) why? I was like, and IG wasn't even open when I even had that conversation. I just had my nah, phone nearby. Nah, you just got to have your phone nearby. So now, I guess I almost had a conversations and stuff around like people about um, Honey Packet. 
erectile dysfunction. Right. And all that type of stuff because it comes with age and everything. Now, I was hearing, I was watching the Jordan Peterson thing on my phone. Okay. And they were telling that men should quit porn and all that type of stuff and everything like that. Right. So, I was on the phone with Jordan Peterson and saying like, because he said some, some something along the lines like, some men, because if they watch too much porn, they might not have, they might have erectile dysfunction. So, I was on the phone was like, did someone say erectile dysfunction? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of my business stuff one day. I go to IG for the store. Like, I, if I log on to IG, myself personally, yeah. I go to stories. Right. Go to the stories. I look. I'm like, all right, going through. Then, like, the first sponsor that, Rocky. Never have a failure to launch. She'd be like, oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Keep it pushing, whatever. I don't want to talk about, like, hair and stuff, like, thinning out and everything. Like, whatever. They're like, this website's for men, for erectile dysfunction and hair loss possibilities. I was going to, like, this is a two well, I'll one. I'll be damned. You're this speaking to me. Yeah, I was like, you're, you're speaking to me about the hair thing. Let me just swipe up right, and right, see right, what's right. going on. And be like, oh, okay, finasteride. I got it. I got it. But I'm like, and I always said, like, when I learned about it in school, finasteride, I'm like, knowing my luck, I might fuck around, have a, a, a afro on my ass cheeks and stuff before I have an afro on my damn head. Yeah. And then I've seen those other stuff, and then they just start popping up random and stuff about erectile dysfunction. Right. Eventually now. They were saying no pills, no medicine, no nothing required, just exercise. Exercise, exercise. Now, I know a woman, she teaches yoga. Okay. She teaches yoga and power yoga and everything like that, whatever. She said even for her boyfriend and stuff, whatever, she recommends him to do um, squats and squats, warrior poses poses and lunges. Okay. Right? Because that kind of gets like the muscle work and stuff below the waist. Right. Active. Right. And use the stuff, whatever. And I want to say most people are just so used to like walking and up and down sitting and everything, yeah. but not really working them out. Right. Men's diets, look at the world we live in and everything like that as well. So now when it comes in and stuff, erectile dysfunction, I guess like IG is like, you know what? Let's throw in these Kegel shits and stuff with them. Like Kegels, I'm like, so I click one. I was like, oh, okay. And then, then like, I think one had like a, I think I had an app. I'm like, damn, they got an app now? <laughs> so I look, I just looked to see what the app is, something popping in, in the app. So I just read like the bio shit. I was like, nah, I'm good. Back out, come to, back to IG another day and stuff, whatever. They're like, another thing has another Kegel shit. So I'm like, what's up with men and Kegels now? I was like, I haven't heard this since the day I was at lunch and stuff with the, the dude who used to work with us. So let me ask you something now. Fire. You think that's something that you can add it in a, in, in a, a honey and boo type of relationship. What do you mean? <laughs> that, that type of the exercise. You know, you know, wifey and 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 hubby go to the gym. They act, they work out together. You think they can start kegling together? No, 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 no. I think men should kegel in silence. <laughs> some men cry in silence, <laughs> yeah. and I think some men should kegel in fucking men should silence. Kegel in silence. Stuff, whatever. Because you don't even know when a woman's kegling. They say when you when you say the word kegel, women kegel, kegel and stuff. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Now do men. Kegel when they hear the word Kegel. Because I ain't flinched. Yeah, I ain't flinched. I, I I have not flinched. I ain't flinched. I have not flinched. I was about to say, like, you know, Scout sign, I ain't no Scout, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I ain't flinched. But then this, there might be some guy be like, what is he talking about? Squeeze. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I see, I see, I see, I see it. God seen it, I was like, shit. Now I know why some women have a problem with some men. <laughs> They're like, some no, men are acting like women. No, I, we don't. I, 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 no, we don't. I think for us, we do need to worry about the prostate area. Yes, we do. We do. Stuff like that. And both, it enlarges right. men and women. 
but I believe the stuff because the way how our wiring is set up or yeah. our, our our plumbing is set up and stuff like that, when prostates enlarge, you know, it tends to block some people's urinary flow and stuff like that. And I want to say every man, especially over a certain age, yeah. the prostate does enlarge. Right. Now it all depends on stuff like how you're eating, what you're treating, genetics, a whole bunch of bag of things, stuff that come into play. Yeah. And you can do a lot to try and prevent the stuff like that. And it may still happen or may not. Yeah. So, well, I, was, I mean, we are talking about men's health, and if this is something that's going to to help us, then not saying you gotta sit, tell anybody that you do it. <laughs> tell them smooth told you to kegel. Not not telling you that saying they're gonna tell anybody to do it, but I, if it's something that's gonna help you, by all means, man. It's like this is like you said. We, we're trying to we're trying to live healthier lives. Yeah. And the more that we can do do that without having to take any type of pills mm-hmm. or, you know, surgery or like, I, uh, listen, exercise is better than, you know, prevention is better than. Prevention than, is the best cure. It's the best cure. So if these are one of the things. I, I'm still not going to tell you if I do it. <laughs> it's it's going to be, it's going to be my season. Yo, the, the, it's going to be my business. business. It's going to be my business. Your damn business is stuff. Not gonna be my business. The only like, is it like us as podcasters? I look at it and stuff where we might discuss a few things and stuff like that. Like we probably might put ninety percent of our life out here to the yeah. cameras, to the YouTube world, and shit like that. To like you know the the, the listener, the audio platform aspect and stuff, whatever. But that's still ten percent you should keep. I think Kegels is one part of that ten percent. It's in there. It's that in that ten percent. Yeah, like I feel like some shit's just going Pandora's box, right? And like you know, not come out and everything like that. But and I always, whenever I think about, it, I always think about Chappelle. Yeah, because I remember Chappelle was like, he cracked that joke one time. He said, he said, "Damn," he's like, Caucasians would tell you damn to anything and stuff like that, whatever, right? Right. Except for who they're voting for. Mm-hmm. He'd be like. Hey, so who you voting for? Whoa, 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 Dave. That's a personal question. That's very, very personal. But last night I was fucking my wife in the ass and it'd be like, that's not personal <laughs> to you? Okay. So well, listen, I, man, if your girl catches you, you know, with a funny face on you, you, you funny face on because you, you, you're clenching those muscles. Tell her you're squeezing a fart. Just, just tell her Smooth says it, it's good with the performance. You know, it's good to help you with the performance. She'll like that part. Just make some noise, man. You got to moan, man. You got to moan. You have to moan. I, I realize sound, sounds is very effective. It's effective. It, it, yeah. sounds it covers, very... covers up a lot of things. Like, what do you mean by that? Well, <laughs> maybe you're giggling. <laughs> no, yeah. You ever try giggling while you nut? No, you say you just let it go. And that, stuff like that. So you put that in, you incorporate that to your world then. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, I, I hear it helps you. I mean, which makes sense because that's the same muscle region that we're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and let's talk about the women's side. On the women's side. Kegel. I'm just, I'm nah, just testing yeah, the Y'all theory. already Kegel. I'm just testing the theory out there for the women. They, they've been doing that shit. Since we started age. the conversation. <laughs> oh, they talk about men. They're not talking about us. Yeah. It's okay, ladies. It's okay. Um, okay, so we heard this question. I heard this question and stuff, whatever, right? But I just I went down the rabbit hole to figure out because I don't like half-ass information. Right. So everything spawned, I want to say, it was a girl's trip that, that went wrong. Okay. 
So grocery that went wrong and stuff, whatever. There was, we'll say, to my knowledge, I believe it was like four or five women. Yeah. They went on a girl's trip out of town. One of the women, actually the one who kind of paid for the Airbnb. Right. And everything like that. Where she, I guess she took everybody's money in the collective and stuff. Um, the last night of the girl's trip, she invited her man. Right. He was in town and stuff with his peoples and stuff like that. So just happened to cross paths. And she invited him. Now, everybody else has their own room. Because, like I said, it was a big size Airbnb yeah. and everybody had their own bedrooms and stuff like that. It was just under her credit card. She invited her man over. Right. She's on trip. She's on mm-hmm. vacay. Yeah, she's doing her thing. And she wants some dick. Right. And I see nothing wrong with that. I see nothing Because she has that. a man. But, uh, and she didn't get but a I'm replacement not one of the man. girls. <laughs> no, it's true. But, but she could have got a replacement man and stuff, whatever, right? Like She could have. Is Okay, before I continue, is it easier... Is it easier for a man to get sex or a woman to get sex? Easier for women. Why? Because men are always horny and they're willing to give it to you. Okay. You don't think the latter? I don't think the latter. Women think most women think the latter is stuff, whatever. Really? They, yeah, most women, some some women think it's stuff that like you yeah, can. Yeah, we walk out the house and the pussy's just ta da, ta da. Here you go, here you go. Really? You of all people? Mm. You remember? Yeah. Remember I told you black people don't have a problem with stuff and giving compliments and everything like that? Whatever. Right, Instead right. of saying, you look nice today. Where are you going? Yeah. You about to you about to see what kind of hoes you about to go see mm, and all this type of stuff true. and everything this like that. Because they think automatically you go somewhere. There's these alleged ghost whores. They're just going <laughs> to just jump all over you and prevent you from going to your car and now cheating. Mm. But now this lady now, back to her, she had her man come through in an Airbnb. Okay. She did the damn thing and boo thing left and went back to his peoples and stuff like that as well. Right. Right. Cool. Argument now transpires between the rest of the women. Right. More mean so more so one. More so one was there. She's like, this is a girl's trip. Why do you invite your guy? Right. She's like, but I want to enjoy myself. <laughs> and it's my man. And we don't share a room. She's like, yeah, but there's a guy still coming here. Yeah. So she's like, you guys could have got your dudes and everything like that or could have got vacation dick. Right. And it would have been none, none the wiser as long as they're not like full out staying and now chopping it up and yeah, stuff yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. So she went on live. Okay. She went on live. The argument continues. She says she's just fearing for her safety and stuff like that, whatever. So in the beginning, I was like, you're reaching now, boo. You're doing yeah, the most. Yeah, right. But the person started getting wild. Like the other woman, the other woman, the other woman started getting wild. She started getting louder and louder till like somebody else had to step in between them and stuff like that. And she's right. like, I'm going to go in my room. So she went to the room. Yeah. And the chick went from yelling outside, like in the kitchen area, to start banging on the door, yelling out the door. Right. So she's like, yeah, this is getting hostile for no damn reason and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. She, I thought we we're supposed to be friends. Right, right. But you think she got hostile because or, for no reason or, or due to the fact that the this chip brought it on live? Part of that. Right, yeah. Part of that. But okay. Cause, cause but, I, could, I could see her getting out of character because, like, okay, we but, discussing but okay. it amongst us, ourselves and now you're bringing it to the to live to share with the world about our girls' trip. Mm-mm. But I look, see, and this, this is, see, this one, I'm half on, half off with you and stuff, because I look at it where, if I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I'm off of it and stuff like that, whatever. Right. And you're still going on. Yeah. 
Now it's a problem. Now I'm telling you I'm uncomfortable because she's on her live and stuff. And she's like, I'm scared for my life. So I'm looking like, even if you were the aggressor, be like, fuck are you scared for? Well, yeah. fuck it. I'm going to go my way. Right, right, right. Shut the fuck right, up. But the right. aggressor kept being aggressive. Yeah. So she had all the more reason why to go on live. Right. Right? For the safety to protect her damn self and stuff. Right? All right. Boom. She go in the room. She's giving more of her story. And I guess she didn't lock the door. So the chick opened the door and she kept yelling and everything. And then people kept coming in. So she's like, wow, can you get out of my room? Yeah. So she got out of there and then went to the bathroom. Boom, 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 boom. Open up the damn door. Open up the damn door. Still going on. Yeah. She's proving her point. Mm, and yeah. she's like, I don't want to be on live. Take me off the damn live. She's like, it's a little too late. Yeah, yeah. You could have calmed the fuck down when we were in the kitchen. You came to the bedroom. Right. To the bathroom. Right. And everything like that, right? So one person, lovely lady. Of course. She commented and stuff. She's like, well, if you're inviting your man over yeah. on girls' night, yeah. can we all fuck him? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> your I mean, thoughts, not your average. I mean, uh, let's, put it, let's put it this way, right? Mm. Talk the things. Girls go out drinking with their girlfriends, See, right? Let's say that they, 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 they're doing a, a Friday night, girls, a girls' night out. They're not going on anywhere where they, they're spending the night outside of their house. They're just going out to the club, yeah, right? They drink, they get sloshed, right? Now they come home. Those who are coming home to a man, the man is in trouble. The Henny wine. The Henny wine. He's, he's going to get the Henny wine. Those who are not coming home to a, to a man, they might make that 3 a.m. booty call. So now, could you imagine a group of girls being at an Airbnb, mm. drinking, mm. right? The night comes now. Everybody got to go send into the room. One chick getting her shit tore the ass up. And every other girl is in the twilling their thumbs wishing they got some dick. Whose fault is that? I don't know. I that, mean, That's the one that didn't invite no dick. I mean, what was the rules on the front? Because I've never heard of a girl's night out where a dick, dick shows up. Uh, that's just me. But then that's what I'm saying. That's that, that, that's, I want to say, you're used to what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right. Right? So that, that's on like some vacationary rule. Now, there's some women and stuff I want to say they might participate in that world where they're looking at stuff as, um, you know, I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. I'm not here for a long time. So the rules is just, just go. And, I, and she would look at her people's stuff like, hopefully you don't you don't judge me. But, you know, I feel like everybody has a law degree from yeah. Michigan University. Yeah. So they'll judge the fuck out of her, her particular. Yeah. Be like... We went out of town. She out there giving some random dude some booty and everything like that. She might not even see him again. She don't know what he got and blah, blah, blah. That. Right. But then it's still a choice. choice. And again, if that be the case and stuff, whatever, you just protect yourself and do it right. Now, you whatever you do in your room and stuff, like when you close the door, that's no concern of mine. Shouldn't be. That's no shouldn't concern be. of mine. Shouldn't be. So I look at stuff as like, but like this. Even if it was a guy's trip, yeah, and you go in your room, say it's like you know us and like some other guys and stuff, whatever. Yeah, and you go in your room, your room happened to be next to mine, and then I hear like, you, I seen you know woman, but I hear some porno moans, like you got the volume up and stuff, whatever. Yeah, 
I was just in my room just like, damn, this nigga couldn't <laughs> wait. But we different, though, because we be high-fiving the next morning. <laughs> I don't know what a high-five if I know you're in there jerking it too much. Yeah, I'd have been like, be a, morning, head nod. You'd be like, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, like, be like, damn, I'm like, shit. Like, all right, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You do what you do. But, yeah, I don't feel like it was a reason and stuff for her, for her to spaz. But then again... Now, back to the question. God bless Black Twitter. <sighs> Salute the Black See, Twitter. See, that's, that's when I first found out about it, was Black Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the research man. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this <laughs> That's research. when I first found out about it. And so, like, when I seen this on Black Twitter, I was like, what is going on with this, whatever? So, I'm like, salute the Black Twitter and the memes and everything that popped up and everything like that. That would be an epic girls' night. Yeah. I think for a lucky contestant, <laughs> like a, a, a guy. But I feel like, said no girl ever. But then again, I don't know. I haven't kicked with every group. Right, right. And who's to and say? That's, and that's the thing. And, and who's to say? Because I feel like, I'm not saying guys don't talk, but I feel girls talk a little bit more. Right. And I feel that there's certain things that pertaining to, um, somebody you're deeply involved with yeah. shouldn't really come out. Like, I think feel like it should be a personal discretion. I think to probably like, let's say, if there's no end to that relationship, let's say you meet me, yeah. I'm with a woman, right, and everything like that. I shouldn't bring about anything pertaining to the woman and I, what we do behind closed doors. Right. Right? A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. No. Now, if we're done... And everything like that. And I even look at like if I was invested, I still wouldn't tell you shit. Mm-hmm. From my my side, right. I might mention something, might be like, well, I did something with a woman. But you don't know, it's that that previous woman or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Some people just blast everything out there and stuff and be like, how are you? Girl, Sean got like a 13-inch dick. Be like, what? I was like, Fuck is it her business for? Like, why is it your business? And then somebody would be like, What's Sean? My man Sean. The other one's like, you know, Sean high-fived me the other night. <laughs> he said I did look pretty. He did, he did come in with you, but he said I look pretty. Mm. And then they see Sean again. Hey Sean. Hey, hey Sean. Sean. <laughs> you and your nice gray sweatpants. Like, you know what I'm saying? Problematic. Right. I feel like some things I'm like recipe for disaster and right. everything like but some people just go in. So now if you all know Sean got a big sausage and everything like that and now you they're inviting Sean and stuff whatever to like this girls night and stuff are they allowing it? Because I know I wouldn't allow that shit. I wouldn't allow that shit. Would you participate though? If your woman was to offer you like a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> like a sacrificial lamb? Y'all don't know how to give hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll take one for the team. I'll set the tone. <laughs> What? You guys know how to suck dick properly? You guys can practice, you can't practice on fruits. Fruits don't have a... Nah, nah, nah. Fruits don't have a mushroom you head. <laughs> you can't practice on fruits. You can't practice on fruits and vegetables and everything like that. Honey... Smooth! Uh, uh, honey... Did Drop, you your did you... <laughs> Drop your pants. Drop your pants. You're going to record. I'm so You sure? You sure? <laughs> this, for, hey, hey, this is for educational purposes only. <laughs> You want to get stage I'm fright? I'm going to teach y'all today. You want to get stage fright? Hell no. Nah. Well, if she, well, she's going to give you some head and stuff, whatever. It's kind of like, no. But yeah, then, because yeah. like, they be all up on your shit, like, 
Oh, you manscape. <laughs> I see. I see your manscape. Oh, okay. You'd have right. to be like, maybe if you started like, um, hun, why don't you show them how it's done first? Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked. Because <laughs> then I think that that kind of cuts away half of the half of the blame that might come at. Yeah, I'm not for that though. I mean, yeah, because I, I, I think you know you know the thing that always crossed my mind, right? Because I think okay, let's say, and uh, I guess a uh, a unicorn world, mm-hmm. a fictional world. Say it does pop off and stuff where you there might be girls night before five of them, and you have all four or five of them sucking your dick, right? Right. Who's to say you were the first boyfriend to be offered? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so now you look at Joe woman and stuff. And you're like, okay, so you're out the way. You're driving home. You're like, what do you mean you're out the way? What the fuck you mean by that? You're like, maybe like last month and stuff, whatever. TT invited a friend over. You got to worry about every girlfriend from, from the rest of, from, the, from that point on. This is what I'm saying. Or even like, like okay, Uno reverse. Mm. You'd be like, your girl's like out here be like, she just show up. Oh, no, no, no. Not even she show up. I got you. You come in with your boys and stuff, whatever, and a little chill notion and shit like that. Your woman is there. She's like, oh, she want to serve to your friends and stuff like that and everything. And then somebody's like, oh, I like how, you know, I like your top. I said she's wearing like a little right and regular basic top. She's like, your woman doesn't wear tops like this for you at the house? He's like, no, 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 no. She's doing all of this. That would piss you off, no? Yeah. Because it's kind of advertising your goods. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I was like, what kind of dummies? That's what I was looking at. Like, when it came to black Twitter, just going in on it, whatever. Oh, I was like, in. I was like, really, y'all? <laughs> Listen, I had this friend one time. He told me he used to date this chick, right? Mm. And the her roommate was a lesbian. Okay. Right? So, you know, they would always, you'd always go over the house and, and you know, hang out and so forth like that. So, so one day he was there, right? It was... Him, his girl, the the les the roommate lesbian, mm. and another friend, right? And so, I don't know what came up, but the they had to go to the store for something. So the girlfriend and the friend went to the store, right, left right. him there with the lesbian roommate. He said he was sitting in the living room, and. The roommate went and had a shower, right? The roommate came out in the living room. Towel? In the towel. And dropped the towel. Yeah. Yeah. I figured. And just went to town. He did it. He did it. Now, if it was a straight girl that was a roommate, do you think his girl would have felt comfortable live, leaving him there with that straight girl? I think so. You think so? Because I see, I look at like, and we spoke about like friendships and stuff, whatever before, right? Right. right. I'm at this space and stuff in my life where if I fuck with you heavy and stuff like that, or like, you know, we're, we're, we're clicking and bonding and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't think less if, let's say, I leave my woman, like if my woman comes here and stuff like that. Right. I want to think nothing of like me leaving my woman with you for like a couple hours. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? 
I think if I have, like, if I question anything and stuff like that, I got to question either you or my woman. And right. if you and I have been like rocking from like way back when, it's more questioning her. But I want to say it kind of will fuck up the bond and stuff between us. Yeah. So I don't think that too much and stuff. Would it. Do you like? Do you feel like somebody should be on like pins and needles if they leave the significant other with a friend? Well, I'm thinking if because and that I don't know. I don't know if the roommate yeah. was a friend mm-hmm. or it's really just the roommate. Because that's a difference. What do you mean? You don't think if the roommate was a friend or a roommate? Yeah. All I know is the relationship. All I know is this, this, the lesbian was a Living roommate. with the, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they were like friends, like friends cool. to that extent. Or just right? business transactional right. for the rent purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. That's, yeah, that's something and stuff, whatever too. But I think she probably, I want to see probably more likely her, her guard was probably down. Mm-hmm. And then he was that much of a dirtbag to fuck the roommate and stuff, whatever, too. And a half. We were all young at once. <laughs> we were all young at I don't once. know if he was that young when it happened. I, 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 I ruined some roommates and stuff. You whatever. ruined some roommates? Yeah. I was, yeah, I was young. I was, I was young. I was, I was not in my mid-20s. See, I was, I was young. Okay. Because okay. I think the thing and stuff before was just... Somebody asked me what my type is and I said... Women are into me, <laughs> right? Women that are into me, that's my type and stuff, whatever. So I looked at it where, in my situation and stuff, whatever, I, it was me and the other person, we were seeing each other. Right. We were dating. Right. Nothing's been confirmed about boyfriend and girlfriend or yeah, yeah. exclusivity. It wasn't serious. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it, was, it wasn't serious. It wasn't serious. In my mind and stuff, whatever, yeah. we were kicking it, we were chopping it up and right. everything like that, whatever. Yeah. And I actually thought she had somebody else and stuff, whatever, too, because right. this is why this is why I say I always feel like it's important that a woman let it be known to the man that she's into the man and stuff like that, right? But modern women and stuff, they're not doing that shit. No. So... I didn't think she was into me and stuff like that. I just thought like, yeah, you know, I was fun. Right. I was fun because I remember one day and stuff and I was like, oh, I wanted to see you. She, she even hit me off like, chill, your emergency dick in the glass. And I was like, oh. I, 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 I had to laugh. I was like, I was like, oh, all right. I was like, okay. So it ain't that serious then. Yeah, yeah. So because of that, now I, I didn't really invest too much in it, whatever, right? Right, right. right. And then now, Come roommate now. So the situation was stuff is I went to go highlight her. We're there, we're chilling, we're chopping it up and all the above. It was during the week. Roommate's there. Roommate came home from work. And we're just there chilling in the living room. We're like, hey, we're like, hey, you know, wave to her and mm. everything like that. And so I'm like, oh, so now the roommate's here. We can't really do too much in the living room. So she's like, let's go. No, no. Before she said, let's go to the bedroom and everything like that. Roommate came in from work. I guess like changed her clothes and everything, came and put in the house clothes. Right. Now, roommate was more scandalous than I was. Yeah. But then again, I was just an eager young boy with, with horny with horny intentions. Mm-hmm. Roommate now changed clothes. I can't even remember. Like, let's say she had semi-business attire. Yeah. I want to air her out, but she worked in like a, like a financial kind of thing. Okay. So she was kind of decently dressed. Right. And then she came back out, whatever, in like you know, those half shirts and shit. You know, they wear like there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no bra mm-hmm. and everything like that. And she had, the, uh, I call them the booty shorts. Yeah. So she had the booty shorts on and stuff like that. Something like that. She came, so we're on one, one couch. I think we're on the love seat. And then she's on the long couch, kind of across. So it's kind of like how the living room is. TV is that direction. <laughs> love seat, long couch, couch. and then the, 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 the one. 
the, the one is, is right there at the top. Right? So I'm looking at stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking like, she just popped herself in the room. She's like, what are y'all doing? And stuff. And I'm like, I'm just trying to watch the TV. <laughs> well, my perverted ass, I'm looking straight yeah, at the titties. Yeah, yeah. Kind of looking like, you know, everything's poking through and all that type of stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. And she's an asshole too. I hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. But she did some shit. Like she had the shorts on and she just had her legs open. So it's kind of like the shorts like kind of to the side and you can kind of see Penny and everything like that. So I was like, right, right. yikes. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just keep my head straight towards the TV and stuff like that. <laughs> so I'm there booed up like this, whatever, looking like. Catching the side act. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking like, the devil is over here. <laughs> right. This is God. And then she kind of realized the play. So she said, let's go to the bedroom and stuff like that. Whatever. I think she got a phone call. She got up. We went to the bedroom and stuff like that. Now, she don't got no TV in her room. Right. We go in the room and everything like that. We on the bed. You know, we close. We touching. We about to kiss and everything. No, I think we, we you know, we, get, we, we about to get into the thick of things. We may come busting the door like LAPD, but she did it. She did it subtle. So it's kind of like the door wasn't fully closed, but it was pushed up. Yeah. And the roommate kind of just pushed the door open and stuff, whatever. And she had a chair in her room. And she's like, what are y'all about to do? So she's like, get out, get out. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, my nose, my nose. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, get out of my room and stuff like that. She's like, why do you guys get to have all the fun? And I don't get to have the fun. I was like, I just, you know. I just, I did, I did, I did, I, I mean, you turn around and look at, yeah, why do we get to have all the fun and she ain't get to have no fun? I, I did one of these. You know, you, you know, I do the head rub. You know, we do the head rubs like, I don't and know what's going on. And, like, and you see, know, like. And see, before you, before you started the story, right? Yeah. And I'm telling you about the dude with the lesbian roommate, right? When you're young. Mm-hmm. The certain shit that you only see happen in movies. So when you're in that position, you act out what you, you see in you, the movie. You, you're like, damn, this may never happen again in my lifetime. Preach. This is a movie moment. Preach. Continue. So I, it it got like I want to say the girl that I was seeing at the time. She wasn't with it. Right. She wasn't with it and stuff like that, whatever. But roommate didn't leave the room. So roommate's like, well, why don't we all have fun together? So I was like, I mean. I mean. So this one now, because she's here. Yeah. And she got to hit me in my chest. She's like, no, like, you know, like, oh, no, I'm not about to eat no box and everything like that. But I was like, maybe I could eat the box. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make everything copacetic for everybody. for everybody. I'm <laughs> And then like, she yelled at me and said, like, "I can't believe you." Blah blah blah. Get the fuck out of my house and all this type of stuff and everything. And the roommate, she kind of gave me a look and she's like, "You know, you know like I mean, sorry. You know, I was looking to you know <laughs> mix things up." I'm like, "I guess I'll go." But the roommate hit me on the um. I had Facebook at the time. This is way way back. Bro, then. Oh wow, wow, way back. Yeah, then. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have Facebook and stuff. Whatever. Like, remember when I graduated from school? Yeah. That's when I still had Facebook and stuff. Whatever. And this is after I graduated from school, so right. I didn't have Facebook. So she hit me, and then she's like, "Yeah." The roommate, the 
I called, like, the chick I was talking to and stuff in there. She was reluctant to take my calls. The roommate and stuff in there messaged me one time and stuff. She's like, yo, my bad for fucking up everything and stuff. I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, I had to go home with a hard dick. I'm like, leave me alone. She's like, I can help you with that. I'm like, so my address is this. <laughs> <laughs> and send. Needless to say, the young women, they didn't end up living together for too long no, after no, that because no, I got no. a phone call like, I can't believe you found my roommate and everything like that. I hate you. I was like, I thought you didn't like me like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. Said you, you weren't get, taking my calls. You said I was a mercy dick in the glass. So why, yeah. why, why did you care? Mm. Somebody else needed to break the glass. But, yeah. That, it I, happens. I, I, yeah. I, I, you were young. You were young. Young, wild, and free-ish. Young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> So girls' night thing, more of the story and stuff, whatever. No, don't. If you go to, if you get invited to a girls' night as a guy, don't insinuate. There's gonna be a a reverse gangbang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not. Don't, don't do it because I think if it's the other way around and it was girls' night, if it was guys' night, guys' night, and you ever seen one of the? I don't know. I seen it's like a a meme with like a porno starting off, and they put the white chick on on the shoulder, shoulders and, and, and everybody like, runs. All to, the black guys to, are walking to up. The room. How would you like if that was your woman? <laughs> <laughs> that part. Yeah, man, that's 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 low. That's that that that's that's low. Let me. Okay, speaking of low, on a serious note, right? What was your lowest you've ever been mentally? Like, what was your rock bottom? Ah, uh, when I f- when I finished, uh. When I finished trade school for computer sciences, mm. and weeks went by and I couldn't find like any work, mm-hmm. and like this like everything was getting due, phone bills getting due. I th- I think my phone even got cut off. Word. Yeah, but it was just it's just really really frustrating because here I am I. I did all the things that I considered to be the right things, mm-hmm. right? And it's not working out. And just just nothing was was working out. When, you know, I had friends who were not necessarily not necessarily doing the right things and they were balling out. And I just couldn't I I couldn't make the correlation of Doing the right things, making the right path, leading to to the to the uh, the 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 glory at the end. So I just got really frustrated. I remember one. I, I remember one point. Just just leaving my mom's house and just just walking down the street. Just like really upset, frustrated, and I think when I came back, I think my mom kind of clued in on what was going on and she kind of had she kind of had to talk me back mm-hmm. into saying you know just, just don't worry sometimes things things take time mm-hmm. and you just gotta be you just gotta be patient and resilient yeah resilient and I think I think that's <clears throat> I think that's the first time that I I I learned how to be patient or learned to have patient and and realize that's not easy that's not an easy it's, thing it's, it's, especially it's when you're in thing. going through something yeah it's, you know what i mean and like i said like like my my i had bills i had this that and the third my phone was my, my phone was cut off and stuff like that so yeah it it was a real hard a real hard moment for me can i ask you like circa age 
I'll say I was maybe twenty three, twenty four, around okay. that age. Okay, around that age. Okay, yeah. And um, <clears throat> yeah, and then I, you know, I was constantly hitting the pavement. I think, I think the the worst thing about it was for me is that the year or two prior. I went to trade school for audio engineering. And mm-hmm. after, I, after I graduated from that, same thing. I would just, you know, walk, go to try to go to all the studios, every place that I know, and, and just even just try to get an, intern, an internship. And it, it just wasn't happening. That's why I actually went back to school to go do um, computers and so forth. Somebody suggested, you know, go back and, and you know, this or something else that you that you like. I said, well, you know, I always had an interest in computers from when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, go back in and do that. So I was like, after going back and doing that, mm-hmm. and then then that not happening, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I was like really depressed now because like, again, you don't know. I got now I have school loans. <laughs> I got two school loans, okay, right? Yeah. And 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 this, that, and a third, and that's, I think that was, that was a low point for me. Where I just I didn't feel like doing nothing. I didn't have money to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is 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 like, and sometimes and at that age you don't really need money to go out and have fun to kick it with your, your peoples. But I was just so pressed, depressed. I just I just shelled. I look at it where <clears throat> I want to say you're Gen X, right? Yeah. So I feel like definitely. No, actually, what's before Gen X? What was before Gen X? Boomers. <clears throat> boomers? Okay, yes, yeah, so that was Gen X. So I feel like the boomers, and this is not including um, immigrant parents. Right. So you've had immigrant parents that migrated and stuff to Canada. Right. Right? I feel like you as, what would you consider it? First generation? First yeah. generation immigrants? Yeah. Because it's like your parents came, so then you were kind of basically naturalized here and everything like right. that, right? So as first generation and stuff, plus with the Gen Xers and stuff for their, I want to say more so millennials, but mm-hmm. the, like within that, that cusp, that word always kills me. I look at it where you were told that once you go to school, you're done school, you're basically going to do anything. Like, you know, you're working that right, field. Right, So you're sold on that dream now. So right. now when you're not, when that is not coming in and stuff, whatever, you feel lost. Yeah. Part of like millennials problem is that a lot of us and stuff like that, we were sold on this dream and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Go to school for whatever the fuck you wanted to be. And if you graduate, you'll find a job within that field. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people still probably like lost their way during the school process or probably dropped out of post-secondary school. Yeah. So, the odds are kind of stacked more to your favor right. and everything like that. But right. I always tell people stuff, you're not the only person going to school for that thing that year. Yes. And you got to understand the stuff that the people, the previous years and stuff for that, that probably locked into whatever set companies you are looking at. Right, right. Right? So I've had friends who've kind of went through that depressional kind of phase and stuff whatever too. Like they went to school for something like big and major. Yeah. And in real life, they had to kind of settle for a job that wasn't like what they went to school for. Yeah. So it's understanding and stuff that anybody would feel rock bottom because you're like, all this money, all this fucking time and stuff I put in and then... Right. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. For me, I don't want to keep beating up like that whole marriage aspect and stuff, whatever the failed marriage or quote unquote 
It's my boo thing. Expensive lesson. <laughs> but <clears throat> it was something similar and stuff for when I was in school where 21, 22, around that time and stuff, um, more so 21, pushing 22. Because at 21, I had my first business. Right. Right? I had my website thing right. popping off. And at that time, we were kind of on the bill back of getting out of the red. So I was working, went to school full time. Right. Was working part time. Right. And I had to pay rent. Right. God bless the rent was that cheap compared back, to like back, what back it is now. Yeah. Nigga. So I look at it stuff as where, yo, it was, it was rough. And I remember like, you know, salute to HO and stuff. You know, one of my boys and stuff I love dearly and everything like that. At that, like around that time, I learned to kill my pride. Mm. Right. Um, I think coming from Jamaican lineage, Jamaican people are some prideful people. Yes. They don't they don't have shit. Yes. Well, you can't fucking tell sometimes and stuff, whatever. Like a motherfucker probably look super fly as fucking they fridge is whiter than the Ku Klux Klan meeting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And I had, I think I was like, I had mad tuna. I was buying mad tuna. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I can take a can of tuna to work. Yeah. And everything. And like um whole wheat bread. And then if I was at the house, I would like buy like um not so conventional black meal, hamburger helper. <laughs> and because I was a student, whatever. Yeah. But then I was kicking it. I was trying to do some type of things too. But then when I realized the stuff that like, yo, I'm paying this much for, because I wasn't driving at the time. And right. my girl at the time and stuff, whatever, she wasn't driving and stuff neither. And we both were going to school basically much downtown. Right. So she would come over and when she would come over and stuff like that, she's like, you know, I'm going to come stay with you and everything like, because she's lived way out in the East. Yeah. And everything she was, her people's in Pickering. Mm. So she and she went to school downtown. So it was a lot quicker to commute from leave from my house right. to thing. Yeah. So when she would come, she would bring groceries and shit. Like, whoo-hoo! You know, <laughs> it was the same haven and stuff, whatever ding, for ding, me. Ding, 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 right. And everything. So I would kind of like, all right, this is kind of like for us and shit like that. And I was looking at stuff like, I had to pay this bill, that bill is kind of like my paycheck came, divvied up everything for the bills. I think one time myself, I actually said to myself, I'm a grown ass man because I was like 20 plus. Like, I, I let's say I was, 20, I was 21. Right. I'm like, what the fuck can $63 do for me? It was like less than 70 bucks. I remember that. And I said that and stuff. And I was in my kitchen and then I opened up the fridge just like for decoration and shit like that, whatever. And I think one time I closed the fridge and stuff, whatever. Like, I just put my hand on the fridge and stuff. I'm like, I'm trying so hard to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so damn hard and stuff, whatever, yeah. when the odds are stacked against you, right? Like, you know, my mom's living in America and everything. My pops is not really communicating with me and shit like that. On this, so this shit was hard. Right. Shit was hard and stuff like that. So I, I felt low and everything and stuff. And I think my girl at the time, I don't think she kind of came through yet. Right. So then my boy H.O. came through to come holler. And then he came through and he's like, you know, me casa su casa. Like, yeah. you know how you said, yeah. my rule of thumb and stuff is that if you come to my house more than three times, you ain't a fucking guest. Right. So when he came through and stuff, like that, he went to the fridge and he's like, I am. Shit kind of scares, but he ain't say nothing. Yeah. He's like, yo, come with me. I got to go get my mom some grocery shit, whatever, from the grocery store and stuff like that and everything. So he knows what my fridge would look like in a higher time and everything and stuff, whatever. And right. we went, we went. So I'm thinking he's picking up shit like eggs, bread, this, that, and the third. Tuna, all this type of stuff. I'm like, oh, shit, this is your mom. Your mom. Okay, you're picking up some shit for your mom and everything like that. 
So now, when we're leaving and stuff, he's like, I'm going to drop you back off to the house. So like, he put everything in the trunk. And then when he put everything in the trunk and stuff, and I'm pulling off, like he's getting ready to drop me off. So I'm getting out of the car. And then he gets out the car and stuff. Like he pops the trunk and gets out the car. So I'm looking like, oh, okay. So just, I'm thinking he's going to move the groceries. To the inside the car. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? So when we get out and stuff like that, whatever, I'm like, all right, I'll holler at you and stuff. I get him dapping and everything and shit like that. And he's walking up the steps behind me with the bags. Yeah. So where are you going? So he's like, oh, you want to leave them here? Whatever, you're going to make a move and everything like that? He's like, nah, these for you and everything like that. Whatever. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Why? So I, I was moved, whatever. Right? He's right. like, yo, like, you're trying to do big things and stuff. You're going to school for shit like, you know. Of course. This is some major moves and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Boss, not every the he, and he said to me, he like we were yelling outside my apartment, I'm like, nah, put the shit back in your truck and everything, your, your car and everything. Like he's yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. Doc. He's like, he's like, not a lot of black people are in your Swallow fucking field. That pride, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. like, yo, you gotta make it. He's like, one of us don't make it, you gotta at least make it that's and stuff dope, like that. Dope, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. So I was like, fucking hey. Yeah. So I gave him like a big ass hug, and of then course. we walked inside and stuff and everything like that. And yo, after hey, and, H-O. Yo, salute to you, man. You know, I love, I love you like a fat kid, love Yo. cake. You know, I'm your God's Godfather, your son, and all the above. But it was a moment. It was a moment in my life and stuff for that. I was like, you know what? No matter how low it is, you're only gonna go up. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate him for that, and I swallowed. I learned to kill my pride and stuff for that from that day. Yeah, and. Yeah, just move forward to greater and better things. Yeah, and and sometimes you just you need somebody either, and and it's not necessarily, not necessarily the act, mm-hmm. but somebody to remind you. Yes, that this is not all for nothing. Mm. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and you will see that light. Just like I said, man. Like, your mom had that. Just convo like I said, but my mom had that convo with me. Like I was, she's seen it. And she's like, like yo, don't worry. Things will work out. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just keep on that trajectory. Things will work out. And no sooner, I think it was. Um, I think it was maybe a year or so after that. Mm-hmm. I ran into um, Mr. Dixon, my, my priest friend. Okay, and he was like, you know what? Tell you what, there's a there's a, a program. Where they um, with with where they they taught you extra skills, and so forth like that, so you can put that on your resume and so forth, like, and they help you with resume building. Right? So he said, "Go to this, go to this program." So I said, "Okay, cool." So I, I went to the program, and I did the program and stuff like that. Mm. But re- remember, I was coming from already doing a computer support specialist course, so I ended up. Not only did I end up excelling in the program, but I was helping other people. In the in the class, do the things. So, because of that, you know that like people just you know gravitated towards me and just like yo, thank you so much. You helped me this that that and the third. So I I, I don't know I don't know what I don't know what you would call it. I know it's not a, a valedictorian whatever I got, but I, I ended up getting some award from that pro, that specific program. Nice. And then I went back um to um that that my same my same priest friend Mister Dixon and he had us. He had like a store on the strip mall at Mar- um, Marley, right? Mm. <clears throat> that strip store, two two doors down from it, was this was another store 
a re, uh, uh, a distribution place, and the what they were distributing was Cubase. That was it's an audio it's an audio uh, engineering software, mm-hmm. right? I recognized the name because when I was doing when I was going for audio engineering, that was one of the programs that I learned. Right. So I was like, oh shit, this is cool. So I went down. And said, uh, you know, there's two dudes sitting in the front. I said, hey, um, I'd like to hand in my resume and so forth like that. And they said, okay, um, we're gonna call. We're gonna call the uh, the boss. So the boss, they, it was like a strip mall. So they had three three floors. Mm. So they were on the main floor. Um, they had like a little small studio on the top floor, and then the boss had his office downstairs in the basement where the stock was. So it's like they're gonna call. They're gonna call the boss. So this is the first time I'm meeting Ray. So the boss comes upstairs. I'm like, I'm seeing this tall, lanky black dude, and he's like, "What's up?" And it's like, yes, you know, I realized uh, you guys sell Cubase. I took it in school. You know, I started coming and handing my resume, and and um, and I go, I have uh. I have computer. I have computers as also as a background because that was at the point. I'm dating myself now. That was at the point where everything was moving from analog, from people recording on tape machines to digital people re- uh, recording on computers. So you had to have computer skills mm-hmm. during that point. But it was it was still at the point where it was so early that PCs have the PCs weren't reliable. Everybody back then was was doing everything on Macs. Gotcha. And I didn't have the Mac. I didn't have Mac. I knew PC. I didn't know Mac. And he was, he looked at it and he was like, he goes, uh, he goes, you know what? If you had some Mac, if you had some Mac background, I, 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 I would take it and so forth like that. But goes right now, it's not, not much I can do. So I said, okay, cool. No, I ask, sorry. That was before I actually got the 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 went back into the computer stuff. Mm. So I just had the audio engineering stuff, right? When 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 I met Ray. Then when I did the um the extra comp- thing at Mr. A year later, yeah. right? And when I did that that whole thing, and I went back and I, I went to go look for Mr. Dixon at his shop. So you know I'm gonna pop by, I'm gonna pop by and, and and say what's up to Ray. And at that time I had the computer support specialist background. And he looked at me and he goes, you're still not working? And I go, no. And he goes, come back tomorrow. Start you off in the stock room. So it's like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's gonna, you're going to go up. It's- thank you, Jesus. And, it's, and like I said, you're going to go up because I started off in the stock room. When I left, when I left, um, it started off as Steinberg Canada. When I left, when I left the, the it was two companies: it was Steinberg Canada, and Music Marketing. When I left, when I finally left Music Marketing, I was a senior sales executive. Nice, right? Nice. But it was just, it was just, had to be patient, had to wait my time, and I had to go through, I had to go through the struggle. Patience and resilience is what, yeah, it, what I it had really to go takes. through the struggle. I think, I don't want to say, the world we live in now especially with social media and everything. And I don't always want to poke blame at social media and stuff like that, but a lot of shit seems microwaved. Yes. 
No, I can agree with that so, 100%. So when they see things, it's been like, like I know friends and stuff and friends and family that probably went to school for things and they're looking before like, oh, that profession seems kosher. And then when they go into school and the grit and grind, they'd be like, damn, this shit hard as fuck or this shit is, it takes some time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, don't let the like, you know, the compressed shit you might see somewhere make it seem so glit and glamorous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like this shit takes time and stuff to cook. You're going to need patience and some shit might knock you down. You might fail a few tests, you know, you might pass a few tests and everything. Majority might pass, but some things you're going to get knocked down. You need the resilience and stuff for that. What a no for a fact that like, yo, it's not a win or loss, win or lose thing. It's a win and learn yeah. so you can get better and move forward. And then you just go from boom, boom to up there. You know what I'm saying? And you're not in a race with nobody else, but your but damn self. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. But I think everybody and stuff, like I said, because of the microwave look and everything, they were like, this motherfucker made it seem so glamorous. Oh, this seems so easy. Well, I mean, you, you're always saying people look and they see seven, they eight, nine. Through, yeah. And they don't know about one to six. They and that first step six. is a doozy. That Bro? first step is a doozy. Bro. Listen, when I was when I was doing the whole um the 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 Joe the drone pilot stuff, mm. and I was I stunned like a motherfucker because that that test itself, a lot of shit that you had to know was like, like airline pilot shit. So, I mean, I I went in there thinking, it's just gonna be a drone exam. I you know I fly drones all the time. What how much is there that needs to know? No, you need to know flight paths. You need to know air traffic. You need to know, and all these things, it didn't really dawn on me to the import the, the importance of it mm-hmm. until I was actually there. And was, I'm saying, yo, I'm I'm flying these things in the sky. Like this could easily fly into a, a airplane, take out an engine, and I'm looking at possibly causing three to four hundred people their lives. So I, I started realizing why it was so intense. And I kid you not, it took me like I didn't pass the test until like the like the fourth try. You had to pass with an eighty percent at least oh, at the eighty least, or better, an eighty or better. Mm. And when I the, the first time I took it, I got like a, like a seventy eight. So I was like, oh, I was like, damn, I was off by two percent. The next so, so then I was like, I got super cocky. The next time I did, I said, oh, well, I only got two percent. So the next time I did, man, I got like sixty five percent. So I was like, no. No, I gotta be. I gotta be serious with this. Mm-hmm. Relax, take my time, put the put the time into studying. Until so I put the time into studying, put that time into studying. The thing was on on my. It was either my third or fourth try. So I, was like, I got all the test results in there. So, so even even my third or fourth try, I got an eighty two percent, and I was like, just just the feeling of accomplishment, knowing that. People will hear that you have to even do this test and just not even want to bother to have a passion to fly drones. But I was like, yo, this is something I want to do. In order for me to do it, I have to pass this test. There is no other way. So I'm either going to keep at it till I do it or I'm just going to forget about flying drones. The resilience is there. Like I said, it's the bounce back. We do a lot of physical stuff to kind of build us to get stronger. Yeah. Right? But what are we doing this stuff, whatever? Like, that's physically. That's physical. What are you doing mentally? 
to get stronger. You got to practice resilience. I'm an overthinker, so, so I kind of look at things as I feel like the worst case scenario possible, but I know I'm hoping for the best. Right. Right? So it's kind of like, okay, this shit don't work out. I can adapt to know for a fact that it will still work into my favor. You're not going to win every fight, like you said earlier. Yeah. Right? But it's about trying. It's about trying, man. And then taking the patience and stuff for to take the time and stuff to kind of study and better yourself and stuff, whatever, to make the improvements towards your goal. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's cool. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. <clears throat> so, okay. Um, let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week says, what did your old fear teach you about yourself? Do you have fears that you've conquered already? Even something small. Because to be honest, you're born with actually two fears. Right. The fear of falling. Yeah. And the fear of loud noises. So if you look at a baby and stuff like that, and like, you know, the whole, you know, the throw up thing. Yeah. Like when you throw them up and everything, some baby's like, oh, just that little aspect of stuff because they feel like they're going to fall. Right. Right. And then, you know, anytime they hear a loud sound and stuff, especially that's when they're just alert and looking like some babies might cry. Right. Their fight or flight is innate in certain kids. Yeah. Right. So if the loud sound goes off, they would be like, some kids might just start bawling. You know what's interesting when you say that the whole when you when you toss the baby up and they they give you that that startled look and that start that that face mm-hmm. just because of that fear of falling, but it's it's funny how quickly they re, they learn once you catch them that no, there's safety here, right? And then the next time you toss them, they're la- they're enjoying the shit out of it. They're laughing. It's it's all of a sudden it went from that fear of the unknown to no, this person is gonna catch me whenever he tosses me up. Hopefully, <laughs> that's why I said. But what did your old fear? I think, and I think I might have said this before, but I I, I used to be afraid of the dark. Most people. Were. I used to be afraid of the dark when I when I was a kid. And um, how are you now? Uh, that's man. I I walk. Like I'm like Stevie Wonder, man. Like all over the place when in the dark. <laughs> I don't need to see nothing. Where are my car keys? Where are my car keys? Nothing. But I think I think what um really started it off was that I used to share a room with my brother. Mm-hmm. And how our how the house was shaped, where our rooms were, the they were near the 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 well, at the at the top of the house, instead of one side, or instead of it all being symmetrical, like all going straight up, the side that was close to the roof sloped down on an angle. Okay. So because of that side sloped down on an angle, mm-hmm. my brother couldn't my brother couldn't hang posters properly on that that slope. So what he would do is he would tape them and let them hang straight down. Okay. So now, can you imagine a little kid with these posters hanging straight down and at nighttime you faintly see figures that look like they just they're just stand they're just standing up in the middle of nowhere. So I think that's what really started. Uh, that's what caught it because I used to be terrified to just sleep in that room. Did he have like what kind of posters did he have? Did he have like naked women? No, like has... like the, the the um I like like the Parliament Funkadelic. So you know they had all like the spacesuits. So they look. So really... you so you got black men staring at you in the dark. This is <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> looking alien like. <laughs> 
You ain't getting no sleep. Bro! I was like, nah, it's not. I'm going to mom's room. I'm going to go sleep between mom Mommy? and dad. Mommy! <laughs> hey, that's funny as hell. I think, okay, for me, the, the fear of the dark was, was one thing and stuff, whatever, too. But I want to say, I so I did used to have a fear of um, arachnophobia, bad. Really? Arachnophobia, like real bad and stuff like that and everything. And I think it was a friend of mine. I'm trying to remember who, because even if I saw Daddy Long Legs, yeah. I freaked out. Right. And I can't remember what that movie, Arachnophobia, came out, whatever. Um, I think Jeff Daniels is in there. And he was in Dumber and Dumber. Yeah. So in Dumber and Dumber, he was in more of a goofier role. Right. And then when I see him as arachnophobia, this is a serious fucking movie with spiders biting people and dropping dead and everything like that, right? And I was telling like a friend and stuff about it, whatever. I think the time when we killed like a, he killed like a daddy long legs or something like that by me. The man held up the shoe. And it was like a black bottom, whatever sneaker stuff he had, whatever. And the man's like, Find the fucking spider. So he held it up like this. He's like, why are you afraid of something that your shoe's bigger than? And I was like, he's like, all right. Then I think we went to someone else's house. Yeah. And we were playing video games. Oh, this is, yeah, we were playing like Super Nintendo and everything. The man's like, shit, there's a spider right there crawling and stuff. And I got up. He's like, nah, Marv's going to kill it. And I was like, no, the fuck I'm not. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you are. So they're, they're like, Back then, you mm-hmm. know, because peer pressure. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't even peer pressure, but back then it was the more of the the slurridge, the slur, ver, the, the verbiage back then and stuff, whatever, you know, because like gay was a slur back mm-hmm. then. So they'd be like, sissy, <laughs> sissy. And because my friends, my friends were American, right? And my mom is Jamaican, and they used to make fun of how my mom used to talk. So, like, Marvin boy, you're a sissy boy. So it's kind of like it's mimicking my mom and shit like something like, motherfuckers, I'll show you. So I kept the shoes, I killed the spiders. Like, huh. fuck these spiders, man. Huh. Anytime it's up with somewhere, shoe, shoe, shoe. Peter don't come after me. Peter, I was in a phase back then. I, I, he don't kill spiders. I, I, no, no. He don't kill spiders now. Not, not that often. The places I live now, I don't see them like that, whatever. Right. So that be that. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, I got over that. And I and I looked at stuff as like, yeah, what that old fear taught me and stuff is that a lot of problems and stuff, your mind makes it bigger than what it is. This is true. This right? Is true. So I always look at stuff as that just, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say now, like, and that's what I said, same thing with the homophobia and everything like that, but I look at it as where, not even to them, but the tripophobia. The fear of like small holes in the clusters and everything like that. I don't have a fear where I'm like, I'm frozen in awe, like, you know, fight or flight and everything like that. Yeah. But I'm in a point of stuff, I'm looking like, I just don't like the fucking look of it. And it just looks kind of nasty and stuff, whatever to me. But it's not something to cripple me and stuff like that. So, like, say if I'm driving and I don't know where you see a billboard with like something that might have like tribophobia, honeycombs don't really freak me out too much. Right. But I want to say, like, there's other plants in like nature and everything, and it kind of has that look. I'm like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. Just looks incomplete for some reason. No, it looks like somebody has a disease or yeah. something, whatever. <laughs> like, even if you see like, like, picture like warts and stuff, it's like cluster of like bumps and everything. Like, yeah. That's yeah. what I feel. Right. But I'm like, it's nothing crippling. Yeah. And if I put my mind to it and stuff, whatever, it's mind over matter. Yeah. So that's what my old fear taught me. 
that mind over matter that can get over some of these things. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. We we are here. We are here. So see, the Suns this week says, two things you truly have to give to this world is your word and your time. Be mindful of them both. What that means is a lot of times people tend to give more of their free time to others while hindering their own personal growth, which you don't want to do. And sometimes your words could be conveyed and mean a whole nother thing to someone else. So you always want to take your time and be mindful of both of them. Thank you for listening to Particle Sons. The difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. The Particle Sons was not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.